Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey guys, you want to last a little bit longer in bed without having to worry about it? I Listen, I'm not a guy, but I can imagine it's hard to wait for your girl to come. Because women take a little bit longer to come than guys, but that's okay because there is a solution and that is Promescence Delay Spray. Their delay spray is clinically proven to make you last longer in bed without worrying about it. And that's because it's not going to totally numb you out and it doesn't transfer to your partner. And for your partner, they have a whole line of women's products. I use their warming gel, which I love. They also sell lube and condoms. They have everything you need for a really hot night of sex. Not only do I recommend them, 2,000 medical professionals recommend them too. So what are you waiting for? Go get yourself some Promescent. Go to promescent.com slash strictly anon. That's promescent.com slash strictly anon to get all your promescent products. They have free shipping. They have a 60 day money back guarantee and your package is of course going to arrive discreetly. So no one's going to know what the fuck you bought. Okay. <laughs> That's promescent.com slash strictly anon or just go to the description and click on the link. Welcome to the strictly anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hi, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed me yet on uh, Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everybody's names. I change everybody's voices. If you have a naughty, interesting secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous, or even if you don't want to be anonymous and you want to just talk about your interesting life, you could be on my show. Uh, go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show or... Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Now, if you have just a naughty confession that you want to leave me, I have a confessions hotline. You could call that number 24-7. The best way if you want to be on the show, though, is to email me or go to my website, be on the show. Uh, don't leave it on the anonymous confessions hotline because I get so many calls over there and I don't check them like every day. So the quickest way if you want to be on the show is go to my website and click on be on the show. But if you have just a quick confession you want to get off your back, I 
air those over on my Patreon, but I change everybody's voices. You're anonymous there. You can call that number. It's 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. If you... Like I said, all of those are posted on my Patreon. On my Patreon, you get all these pictures of my guests, including my guests today, Sky. You're going to want to sign up for my Patreon to get pictures of her because you're going to find her fascinating. Okay, Sky is uh, her alter ego name. Okay, Sky is a name she uses on the DL in her life. She lives two lives. She is a mom. She's as a husband, she's got some kids, she's like a regular person, but then she's also this other person named Sky who is hardcore. You will not believe <clears throat> the stuff that Sky has done and started doing. She has done tons of gangbangs. She's hooked up with women. She's hooked up with many couples. She's hooked up with younger guys. She's into sex in public. She goes to swingers clubs. She has gotten paid for sex just for fun, just like to role play. She doesn't even need the money, but she loves that supercharged feeling of like having anonymous hookups. And she has had tons of them while being married her husband has no idea she keeps all of the evidence she does say she's a collector she does collect people and experiences as well as videos because she loves videotaping stuff and she has collected it all in a separate phone this is how she does all of her stuff it's a completely secret life it's very hardcore she talks about when she started this, why she does it, what's going on at home and why she's over here cheating, what she gets out of it. And she gets very specific on a lot of the things she's done, like the gangbangs, the house parties, the sex clubs, the hooking up with women. Like she gets detailed about all those experiences as well as explains a little bit about, you know, why she's doing it and what is going on home. But mostly you hear about Sky's life okay she does lead this other life I don't know what her real name is but <clears throat> but mostly you hear about Sky and you're going to be fascinated by Sky and you're going to want to put a picture to this episode and I have pictures hot pics of Sky over on my Patreon they're anonymous uh but you could see them on patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast I will put the links and the numbers and everything that I talked about on this intro in the description. But right now, I'm going to be right back on with Sky. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Uh, hi, Sky. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for coming on, Sky, because you sound like a very naughty girl, or maybe a, a naughty <laughs> MILF, we should say. I mean, you were into yeah. gangbangs, couples, women, younger guys, sex clubs, sex in public, sex for money, just for fun, like a lot of things. I just looked over your email before we got on the phone. I was like, oh, my God, like how are we going to make sure we fit all this in? <laughs> and on top of it all, you were married. And so my first question to you is like, is all of this a secret life even behind your husband's back or is he in on all this fun stuff? It's a secret. Um, Away. Yeah, it's a secret. I, I live this like alter. I have this alter ego is what I call it. It's like this separate person that is my escape 
because I have lots of stress in my life and mm -hmm. it's my way to like be someone else for a little while. Mm -hmm. And it's my complete alter ego. Like nobody would ever guess in my real life or even think that any of this would be something in the realm of possibility for me. So the only people in my life that know are people that I met in the lifestyle that I keep in touch with and we're, you know, friends with benefits or we're play partners or we're the couples I've been with or, or whatever. Those are the only people that know. And and you've been able to keep this all on the DL and your husband has never had one inkling? Not about the lifestyle, no. There's been a couple times he thought I was cheating on mm -hmm. him, mm -hmm. but, you know, we worked through that. It, it didn't turn into anything. But the only clue he might have is at one point I suggested to him, what if, like, he had a girlfriend and, like, brought <laughs> another woman into our relationship? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. we talked about that for a little while and he was kind of like, ah, I don't think so but he actually we did start thinking about like who would it be mm -hmm. so i i got him that far but that's as far as i got him and so so it's no totally separate from my my real life wow so let's start at the beginning i mean like i said you're like a milf now you do love the younger guys i we were talking yeah. a little bit about your hot name sky i mean that is not just a fake name you use for me that's like a fake name that you that's like your alter yep. ego name right sky it is it is yes <laughs> Yes. So, and actually a lot of people in the lifestyle don't know my real name. They only know me as Sky. Mm -hmm. And I don't, you know, connect with people on my regular Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn or any of that only through the apps or Snapchat or text because I have a separate phone mm -hmm. that I keep hidden that has all the apps on it, has my, let's say, collection of <laughs> oh uh, media yeah. that I've, that I've, uh, built up and that's the number I give to people if I give them my number now you say that you do a lot of this because you have a lot of stress in your life and this alter ego like that's kind of the way you release stuff did it, this all start like when you became when you were married and had kids and or were you always super open to this stuff before you got married no, not at all. So I would say I was very, 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 very vanilla. Mm -hmm. um, and I always said there was no way I would ever be interested in a woman. Yeah. And my first time with a woman was totally unexpected and happened randomly. And so it wasn't something that I sought out. But no, I had had more of the traditional like flings with people mm -hmm. even after I got married people I worked with, like we would see each other, you know, sometimes for years off and on. But it wasn't until COVID when I was going crazy because I couldn't even travel for work and see these people that I got on the apps. But I got on the typical apps, right? Just to meet guys one-on-one. -on -one. It wasn't until, uh, you know, probably six, nine months later that I started exploring and heard about, was told about the Swinger apps. And then it was like, all over. Uh, I'm the type of person that if I do something, I'm all in. So <laughs> just, it's not like dipping my toe. It's yeah. like, oh, you told me about Stringer app. I'm going to get on it today. I'm going to meet someone today and I'm, they're going to come over tonight. And then I'm going to do it tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And I'm going to try this. And I just, yeah. I'm you're an overachiever in everything. I am. Right. So yeah. if you're going to do a yeah. gangbang, you're going to set it up. You're going to make sure it's perfect. You're going to have oh, that yeah. fucking gangbang, which you have had. But let's start at... I don't know. What was the beginning? Like, what was the gateway drug into all of this stuff for you? Was it that first Pro time with a woman? 
Yeah, I okay, think so. let's start there. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't an app. I was at a friend's house mm -hmm. and I was going through something hard. And so I was drinking too much. And uh, another friend of hers was there with her husband and kids. And he ended up going home. I was having a hard time and I was just laying on my friend's bed. She comes in and she's trying to console me and she starts like rubbing my head. You're so beautiful. You're so beautiful. Blah, blah, blah. And then next thing I know, we're like making out. And we ended up in the, one of the guest rooms upstairs. And I mean, we did pretty much everything. And the next morning I woke up and we were both like naked in the bed and I was mortified. But at the same time, there was a part of me that was super thrilled. And I was like, huh, I might wanna, you know, explore this more. And so I got on the apps and changed it from looking for men to everyone. And this and was early this. on in your marriage? Like, how long ago was that? No, this woman? was, this would have been 2020. Oh, okay, recently. So, but, so, yeah. so Sky didn't come into creation until 2020? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, interesting. So how long have you been married at this point? Uh, by 2020, it would have been 11 years. 11 I years, think. okay. Yeah, so, yeah. So that night you sleep with that woman. I mean, does your husband like, where the fuck are you? I mean, you didn't even go home. No, because he knew I was at one of my best friend's house. Right, right. right. Now, so it's fine. Just spending the night. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you, you were down with it. So, and you change it now when you went on the app, you change it to women. Is that when you started dating couples and stuff or hooking well, up with them? <laughs> I met this other woman through the app. She was in the same situation as me. Like I had one experience, wanted to explore. She was really cool. We met up once. We had a great time. I was definitely attracted to her and vice versa. But I remember thinking like the next morning, something's missing. Like this was great, but yeah. something's missing. And obviously we all know what that was. That one thing that a woman can't provide. And that's <laughs> when guy. I started thinking. Yeah. That's yeah. when I was yeah. like, oh, I, I could have the best of both worlds. Mm -hmm. And someone I had met through the through the apps told me about an, an app called Field. Mm -hmm. And I got on it. And I just happened to be out of town at this time. So I had some freedom and I hooked up with this couple Well, I matched with them. And I was like, listen, I'm only in town like till tomorrow. I know this sounds like a scam, but seriously, if you, any way you can get together tonight. And they did, they came and met me at my hotel. I was a freaking nervous wreck. I was like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know what to do, but it was like incredible. Like he was the maestro. He told us what to do. Blah, 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 blah. She and I just had this chemistry. I can't even explain it. Like he had to pull us apart at the end of the night. Like we got to go. We got to go. Like it was incredible. Well, paint the picture. Uh, like what, what, yeah, how old were so they? We, how hot were they? How hot are you? Yeah, that's <laughs> the thing is a lot of the couples I've been with, there's not anybody like super amazing. Mm -hmm. Like they, you wouldn't probably look twice at them. But there's that chemistry when yeah. you get to know them, right? So she was like a principal at a school. I forget what he did. And just the chemistry. First, we had drinks, down, you know, to get comfortable with each yeah. other. And then he's like, well, time to go up to the room. And I was like, so we go up. And basically, we were still talking a little bit. But then he sits on the bed. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast 
at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Or no, she sits on the bed and she pats like, come here. So I was like, okay. So I went over and she just started kissing me. And then like, it was all over from that. Then he joined in. And then it was like, I think one of the first things, like she started eating me out while he was behind her and then let's see i'm trying to think like we every possible like position you can think of yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. and then at one point he was like okay let's take a break let's get some drinks something drink somebody eat snack whatever and he went into the bathroom and he comes out and her and i are going at it and he's like i thought it was break time and we're like no we're good and so yeah so that was incredible first time and uh that just like lit the fire for me I was like I gotta do this again and again and again just remember now that you tell me the night before I had met a guy just a one-on-one thing and while I was waiting on him at the bar there was this big beautiful black man standing there hitting on me and I told him this other guy was coming and he's like oh forget him forget him I'm like no I'm not gonna blow him off well then this guy comes up like you know white boy and this giant black man, he shows up for the first time to meet me. And somehow we convince him to go up to the room. So it's me, the little white boy, the big black man. And we start going at it as like a threesome. And the little white boy freaked out. And he was like, tagged out and just sat down in the chair and watched us. (laughs) And it was like a little sniveling baby. It was so funny. But the black man, man, he was Oh my goodness. I, those sheets were like drenched afterwards. And then the black guy left and the other guy was like, I just wanted you to myself. (laughs) And he was traumatized. And then he messaged me for months, apologizing, wanting to see me again. And he just had never done that before, blah, blah, blah. And I just blew him off. I was over it. So yeah, I forgot that happened the night before the couple. Yeah, that's crazy. But you, now you, after that couple though, you do realize that you're very into the whole couple oh, yeah. thing was that but also was that your first guy on guy experience too with the the night before or had you had two yes, other guys that before? was that was um mm-hmm. and they didn't do anything with each other right, right, right. it was just they, it was just me but although that i would love that i've had one sort of experience like that that is my fantasy is to have two guys or three guys or four guys or whatever but they're willing to play with each other as well as me one experience that kind of went there uh the one guy likes to have guys suck his dick so and this other guy was in the room that i had met and he's like yeah i don't care i've never done it before but sure so we shared it we we both were that's as close as i've gotten right and you like that though you're into that oh gosh yes so when do gangbangs come into the equation Because you've done a lot Um, in the past three years. (laughs) Oh, I get a lot done. Yeah. At one point when I was in Charlotte, I think I had three or four different encounters in the same day. Like I was making the most of my time. You were Uh, triple dipping? Yeah, right right up until I went to the airport, basically. I was like, oh, I can squeeze one more in. 
but uh no the gangbang happened i want to say it was like last spring last summer it was crazy i was up at night and it was late and i had a wild hair i was like i want to have a gangbang i want i want and i'm going to do it tomorrow because i can my schedule's light i can do it tomorrow so i posted it on fet life that night and i think sls and i got tons of people of course because i'm like i'm having my first ever gangbang i want to set it up so i can pick who comes send your picture i'm not going to respond if it's not that and i had to vet through all these people to pick and so yeah then i just rented a hotel room and the people that i picked came and i have a girlfriend friend in the lifestyle and uh, i told her what i was doing and she's like girl you can do this by yourself and I was like, yeah, I'll be fine. She's like, do you want me to come? I was like, if you want to. She's like, all right. So she came after we'd already started the gangbang. And she just came in and just dove right into it. She was like, she's a machine. I mean, you want to talk to her too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give her, my, give her my email. <laughs> uh-huh. She's awesome. I met her because I hosted a couple sex parties. And she came to one of those parties. And she she's married she's in an ENM relationship and her husband loved her doing this stuff and she did everybody at the party sometimes multiple times then we invited her husband and he was there and watched her do all these guys then she invited this bumble date she had for the night he showed up like she's she's a master like i, I bow to her i'm like wow i can't <laughs> i i tagged out way before she did how she's many guys were so at that gangbang do you remember I think five. Mm -hmm. I want to say five. And what were you looking for? Are you like, oh, I love big dicks, or I mean, I is do. it a specific I do. thing? So okay. BBCs that mm -hmm. are in shape and tall. I don't like short men. Okay. She takes the short ones because she's like five two and I'm five seven. So I like BBC. I like tall fit and yeah i mean those are my main requirements physically why and, don't you give you people know, like your stats so that people could get a kind of picture and you'll send me pics from uh, my me? patreon right like up like uh, yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah yeah paint the yeah, picture sure. of you too so that people get you know people listen yeah, probably want to so, picture what the fuck you look like how hot are yeah, how hot so, is sky it's like a hot name <laughs> <laughs> i'm five seven as i said i am what you would call curvy i mm -hmm. guess i have like big boobs Big butt. Well, not big, but, you know, like, yeah. guys love, you have an love ass. my butt. Yeah. I have that, like, hourglass figure. And I have bright blue eyes and dark hair. But I have a slight obsession with wigs. So you never know what you're going to get. I might oh, have long blonde hair one day. <laughs> I might have pink hair. I might have purple hair. I might have... I wear all different kinds of wigs. It's so fun. But yeah, that's what I look like typically on any given day. People have have kind of compared me to old school Wonder Woman, like mm -hmm. Linda Carter. Yeah. So I actually sometimes, like I have a Wonder Woman costume I wear sometimes and I take, I've had some pictures in that. I can send you some of those. Sure. Uh, so, so yeah, that's probably the best description I can give you okay so let's get back to the gangbang so you do that gangbang you got the five guys yep. your friend is there I mean it's it is a little crazy that all this is going down while your husband I mean how do you come home after a gangbang with that sex smell all over you like how does how does that not how well do you get I was your husband? I was gone I was gone for two days oh okay so I went to out of town for mm -hmm. two days and mm -hmm. the one day was the gangbang the next day was the day I met those two guys where the one and 
he and I shared the one guy's dick. Yeah, yeah. And so by the time I got home, you know, that was behind me. I showered. I was clean. I was, you know, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, It wasn't in town. Yeah. Quick question, and then I'm going to get back to all your experiences because you do a lot of other things too. With your husband, how is the sex with your husband? Like when you're not Sky, I mean, do you, does your other... I don't like it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Not because of him. He's actually a really good looking guy and Mm -hmm. incredible shape, triathlete. Like he's awesome. But I just don't have like romantic feelings for him. And he knows that. I've shared that with him, but I just don't desire him you share that with him do you think he's cheating on you no no where does he get his like i said i encouraged him to get a girlfriend yeah (laughs) give it up but yeah little as possible basically and he would love it if i would do a lot of these things with him crazy stuff but i just can't go there like my it's separate to me right yeah that might be the rush and it might like and the fact that it's anonymous uh-huh. with other people and there's no expectations there's no commitment there's no anything like I can have my fun and not have to think about it ever again if I don't want to or talk to them ever again interesting you know? it's yeah. different than when you're living with someone day to day yeah yeah for sure it's two totally different things that's unfortunately <laughs> and sometimes yeah. that other thing like you said the anonymous illicit secret it makes stuff it more is, exciting is fully charged a lot more charged than that everyday intimate relationship that you would have exactly. at home so so you're so you do a lot more like I mean I would assume that's why you like that sex for money fantasy role play thing right like you said you have done that but not so much yep. because you need any cash it's just like that hot role play yeah. scenario right Yeah I think it would, it would it would not be hot if I need I did it because I needed the money Right I got you it You know uh-huh. I don't need the money it's the thrill of the power of it right that someone's willing to pay me for my time and my, you know, body or whatever. And knowing that I can say no if I want because I don't need the money. And it's like, how far can I go with this? Yeah, it's just more of a power trip than anything. And how did you set that up the time that you've done it? Like, have you done that? There are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There are apps. Yeah. And there's like sugardaddy.com. There's yeah. Seeking. There's a bunch of apps. And you just go on there and meet people and you know you're not supposed to talk transactionally on there and I got kicked off of one because I was and I was like oh crap but uh but yeah and you know they say basically what they're looking for and then you decide if you're interested and agree to meet or whatever and many times it's a it's like a a, a meetup fee like just for your time like to meet up, but no guarantees, but they still have to pay for the fact that you took the time and effort to be there. And mm-hmm. it's like four or $500 or something like that. Or sometimes if they're, they're going to be your sugar daddy, like more long-term, like they want to see you twice a month. They want this, they want that. Then it's like a monthly allowance. Right. Um, but what have I've you only done, done the meetups. You just the done meetups. the meetups, right? Because you just yeah. like this anonymous, yeah. quick yeah. sex you yeah. have. How much did you mm-hmm. make any time that you've done it? Like what was the most you made? <laughs> I like um, yeah. one meetup, I made five hundred dollars mm-hmm. uh, just just for giving him a blowjob. Right. So, and then another meetup I had, I brought my friend. That girl. I told you about. Yeah. Yeah. And she and I both, uh, you know, serviced him. Let's say so. We got five hundred each for that. Right. Okay. So now you also are into like younger guys, right? You're a oh, milf. Yeah. Are you like in your forties or something? Yeah, mid-40s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And so tell me about those experiences. Probably the youngest was 20, but I didn't realize. I thought he was older. He lied to me, but that's okay. As long as they're legal. But yet most of the guys that I meet up with are younger in their 20s. And they're usually guys who have a thing for older women, right? Mm -hmm. They've never been with one. They want to understand or they have been with them and they realize, wow, no drama, right? They they know what they're doing. No strings attached. And they're like, this is awesome. Yeah. Uh, So it's, it works out for both of us because I'm like, Oh, this young buck, you could be my son. Like, and I don't have sons. I think if I had sons, it would be different, but I don't. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and that, that's the thing with women. When I meet women or if they're part of a couple, if they're super young, I can't go there. Like it just, it's a head thing, right? Oh, because they you have, have daughters. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. But with, with guys, like, I don't care how young they are. Like if they're tall and hot and, uh, yeah, it's it's all over. You know, I've met, picked up bartenders before, and like sometimes it's just like we just can't wait. So it's like in the car or like in in another room of the bar or yeah, crazy stories. I could yeah, I've lots and lots of crazy stories because I'm also an exhibitionist. I love public stuff. So you know, I'll we'll be walking down the street and I'll just drop to my knees and pull him, pull this thing out and just go at it while we're just in the middle of the street. Right. Why not? What's someone going to do? Okay. Stop uh, right there. Let's talk a little bit about that because that was on my list of things that you were into the public sex and public. I mean, yeah. you are like, this is a street, like, is it two o'clock in the morning and no one's around? No, I mean, it's in the evening. It's probably like 11 o'clock at night, maybe. So there's mm-hmm. some people out and about and it's in the middle of the city. Cause I was in, in uh, a major city at the time. Uh-huh. So there were people like across the street, a little down that could easily see what we were doing. And then, uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, I met a guy and we went on like on a walk through this like nature trail at this park. And I did the same thing. And there's like nobody really around. But then this woman walks up on the trail walking her dog. And she's like, oh, and she's like, come on. And she pulls her dog to go the other direction, like disgusted at us. And we were just laughing. Like, it was so funny. One time I was at a bar and I uh, met this guy there, not at the bar, but he met me there. And we, you know, had drinks or whatever. And then there was like a room next to the bar area that had like pool tables and whatever. And nobody was in there at the time. So he just bent me over. And I mean, anybody could have walked in at any time. Right. Um, but that's part of the yeah. thrill, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So anytime there's opportunity for like public stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm all over it. Do you travel a lot for work? Is that how a lot of these things like is I used yeah. I used to. Mm-hmm. I don't as much as I used to anymore, but I would say probably like once a month on average. And so of course if I know I'm going somewhere, I plan ahead of time. And try to connect with people to meet up. Or I scope out the club scene. Like I was just in a major city last week. And I went to one of the swingers clubs. And the problem is when I travel, a lot of times it's not weekends. It's weekdays. So it's kind of off nights. Yeah, yeah. But I still figure out how to have fun. Trust me. And I actually ended up the one of the security guys, the owner's son, was a beautiful BBC. And the second we saw each other, we knew it was on. And then I saw him again two nights later because he wanted to see me again. But yeah, it's fun to like put on super naughty clothes Mm -hmm. that you would never wear. Like it's almost like putting a rubber band on sometimes. 
uh, because that's how little the clothing is. And then a while, like a wild wig and wild, like crotchless stockings and like stripper heels and just be this like naughty slut for the night and just go. And like, I hooked up with him, but then there was this couple we, I was talking to and they're like, Hey, do you want to go play? And I'm like, sure. So we went in the playroom and she started out going to town on me. They were brand new. And I'm like, girl, are you sure you're new at this? Because she was like going to town. He was behind her. (laughs) Then we shifted. Then she was on my face and he was in me. So, and she's been texting me. She's like my new BFF now, but I've also had some long, not long-term, but couples that I was with for like this one couple I was with for like nine months Mm -hmm. and they were awesome, but they moved away, but they were amazing. Like we would see each other a lot, but she was a nurse. So she was in the hospital a lot. He and I both worked from home. So he and I could play during the daytime. And so she would just, we would just send her videos or she would make requests or whatever. And we and uh there's another couple I saw for a little while and you would never guess like so plain Jane type people but they were wild I mean she came brought her strap on they bit the crap out of my ass it was so black and blue like how do you go home like that nobody sees my oh yeah you're not really banging them yeah wait Uh, a second uh, they bit your ass what'd they do tell me about that experience I like to be bit you do. And and I like and I like to bite. Okay. And so they both were biting my ass because I was like, Yeah, go for it. I love it. I mean, it was painful, but it was also fun and thrilling. And it was funny because one cheek you could tell which one was her and him because she was gentler than him. The right cheek was like black, dark black and blue. And oh then the left cheek goodness. was a little less because she didn't. But they're also the only couple or human being that has ever gotten me to orgasm. What do you, whoa, um, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait. I can't stand when this happens. Wait a second. Wait a fucking second. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today, Beautiful Anonymous. Hey, everyone. Listen, I know what you're here for. You're here for a hot story. (laughs) I get it. I like hot stories. And you want to know where you could find a ton more hot stories? That is on the Dipsy app. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories. No matter what you're into or what turns you on, Dipsy has something for you. And they release new content every week, so there's always something more to explore. They also have sleep stories, wellness sessions, and written stories. And my favorite feature, which is the jump to the action button. So if you're super horny, there's a button you could press. It's going to take you right to where the action starts. So what are you waiting for? Go get Dipsy now. And for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash strictly anon. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash strictly anon. Dipsy stories.com slash strictly anon or just go to the description and click on the link. You not all of these experiences, you're not having any orgasms? <laughs> 
no, no. I, I, up until two and a half years ago, I didn't think I could, well, I didn't think I could orgasm from anything. Like I would have orgasms in my sleep or if I got a really good foot massage, like at the pedicure or head massage at the hair place, but I could never, and my friends were always like, what? There's gotta be a way. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. I'm like, no, I can't. I can't. I can't. And then one of this one couple I met early on, the wife turned me on to this one uh, clit sucker. And she was like, I swear, she's like, I had the same problems as you did. And she's like, you got to try it. And I was very skeptical, but I was like, all right, not expecting anything. I was watching like Law and Order. And all of a sudden, I felt the buildup. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And it was like three or four times in a row. I texted her and I was like, oh, my gosh, you are my hero. And so now if I can, I can make myself with that. The click kisser. It's like a click kisser. Explain sucker, that because. Sucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like pl- like yeah. you uh, squeeze it and plumps it up, that thing? No, you just turn it on. It's a motor. Okay. And you just put it there. You just put it there. Is it a vibrator? It, it does vibrate, yeah, but it also kind of sucks. Yeah. It's small. Uh-huh. It's not yeah. even huge, but it's mighty, let me tell you. So I use that. That's what gets me there. But I always tell, because I always feel bad when guys feel like they have to get me there, and I'm like, it's not going to happen. It's like, I'm, but I'm like, listen, I still love this like I get so much pleasure like just the the adrenaline the excitement the thrill and I do feel pleasure right yeah it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah just because I don't get there doesn't mean I don't feel the pleasure right but I think I have such a head issues like it's, I get in my head too much and so it's like when I'm by myself and I'm not trying to like worry about someone else or worry about you know getting there for them because they want me to and da, da, when it's just me, it's like I can not even think about all of that. And that's, and of course, I also watch what I told you about earlier, which is guy on guy. That totally gets me there. But let me ask you this before you used that toy and that couple got you off, when you masturbated all your life, were you always able to get did. yourself? You couldn't even get yourself off by yourself? I never masturbated. I tried a couple times and it, I mean, it, it was the same as like if I scratched my hand, like it did nothing for me. And to this day, I don't, I just, the only thing is the, uh, the vibrator. Well, you don't, don't need like to, okay, hand. because you're getting yeah. a lot of fucking action. Sometimes you're triple dipping, okay? You don't need <laughs> yes, to fucking exactly. masturbate. But I mean, before mm-hmm. all this stuff, because all this stuff, it is interesting to me when someone is like, it's kind of like different sides of the same coin when somebody is like nothing and then everything. You know, I mean, yes. I understand. I think it seems sort of counterintuitive that that same person that was like doing nothing can then be doing everything. But like I said, I do think that 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 is the same kind of a thing. It's just extremes. And so you can do that flip, you know? And so you were somebody that was like, it almost sounds like you were a little sex less and now you're like hypersexual and now you're going, and you know, I don't know if you listen to my Casey episodes, but she was very much the same way. And recently she copped to the fact that she had never masturbated, never looked at porn, never really had sex. I think she, yeah. Yeah, and then here you are. But I do, like I said, I do believe it is like, you know, that saying different sides of the same coin. That person can be both things. And that makes sense in a weird way, even though it's like so opposite. So you went from like nothing to everything really over COVID. <laughs> COVID yeah. got you there. <laughs> well, that's what started it. Yeah. And then it's just continued. Although I did take a break from like the lifestyle, meaning swingers, Threesomes with couples. 
because I had a bad experience what uh, happened? with this one couple I met when I was in out of town and in, in another major city. And just basically what happened was we agreed to meet, but I wasn't sure I had a small window, but they said they were willing to come to me because it was like an hour drive. Well, they ended up getting stuck in all this traffic, took them three hours to get to me. So by the time they got to me, I really needed to go. I didn't have much time, but I felt bad. She was either really drunk or unbelievably high. Looking back, I think she was unbelievably high. Yeah. yeah. And it was such a turnoff because she was just like, not uh, a real person. That's like, yeah. That's nah. like, yeah, and then she'd weird. be like, you're so hot. I can't <laughs> wait to fight. You know? And then yeah. she was just like, but. I felt pressure to do something because they had come that far. Yeah. And I wasn't, I wasn't attracted to him. She was pretty, but she wasn't somebody that I had chemistry with. Yeah. But I felt like I had to. Mm -hmm. And it just left me with it. And, and she would be like passed out and then she'd wake up and I was just like, get me out of here. And so it just, I felt so like I never had done anything I didn't want to do because I felt like I was pressured to do before. Mm -hmm. This time I did something I didn't want to do because I felt pressured. And I was like, eh -eh. so I took a break for a little while. Now, did you have um, other gang bangs after that one or did you just do oh, that yeah. one so far? Tell me about oh, some yeah. of the other ones you've done. So when I was in another major city, I connected with this guy and I told him that I liked bang bangs, gang bangs. And I told him I liked BBC ones. And he's like, oh, I'll hook you up, girl. He's like, I'll organize it. I'll send you the pictures. You tell me yay, nay, whatever. So I evidently found the right guy and he organized it all for me. Oh, my I God. Those gang who, bang organizers. They exist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was so sweet. He just, you know, came in. He was very considerate. Um the, the guys were very considerate. We all had a couple drinks down at the bar area before we went up to my room. And then, yeah, we just went to town and we had a good time. And he was so sweet. He just sat there and waited his turn until everybody else was done. And then he took his turn. So that was super fun. And then I was at a house party, a swingers house party. And same thing. Like there was the BBC guy. I think it was his house, actually. And I told him I liked BBC gangbangs. And he's like, give me 20 minutes. And he called some people and next thing you know, he's like, come on. And he had organized it. And there was like, I think three or four BBCs uh, waiting upstairs, mm -hmm. maybe even more. And so another BBC gangbang. And then I was at a club recently and like, I was one of probably three women in the club <laughs> and uh so I was pretty popular and uh, I saw these two while well, I was talking to the bunch of guys and I picked these two. I was like, you and you, you can come if you want to play. But we were in an open play area. Mm -hmm. So we start playing. And next thing I know, I like glance over and there's like 10 or 15 guys behind me, like trying to edge their way in. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. And so I had to i had only given two of them permission yeah but then i ended up there was another one that i gave permission to and then i was at a another house party sex party and there was the gangbang girl so she was in the room that same husband. friend of yours or just another one? no this yeah. is a different girl although okay. my friend went with me yeah and she was on the bed and there was a line out the door for her and I went in the room and I got up on the bed with her and I was like, girl, you are a machine. Cause she was just like stuck in this one, doing this, doing that. So then she starts hooking up with me. So while she's hooking up with me, some of the guys that were in line 
were asking, well, can I do this to you? Can I do that to you? Can I do? And I was like, sure, as long as, you know, you're wearing a condom or this or that. So I had a bunch of different guys and I didn't even know who was doing what. Right. Because, you know, so, uh, so yeah, there's been a few of those types of situations. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I mean, how do people keep up with you now? Does your husband ever ask you, I mean, you said you do give him sex every now and then. So it's not like he would be like, why the fuck aren't we having sex ever? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. And when he thought that you were cheating, I'm assuming you were. I mean, I know that you did say before you got before, like you were vanilla for a long time before you started all this stuff. But even during that time, you were cheating on him with random guys, correct? Well, they weren't necessarily random. Like they were usually people that that I worked worked with. with. So Mm -hmm. what or that I knew, like one person who I still talked to to this day, I talked to him yesterday. We had an on and off again thing for like 12 years. Now this we met before I was married. Mm -hmm. And then another one I met at work. He was one of my clients at work. And we started an affair. And that five years on and off and we still again to this day talk he texts me he's like hey baby what are you doing like he still wants to see me when it's possible so it's more those types of situations right right and oh and another guy I worked with too (laughs) so were they ever affairs like do you ever feel emotional connections to any of these people or is it just strictly like sex with those yes like the the first two I think we got to the point where we said like I love you. We would say that to each other, but the one was married too. So he wasn't, it was nothing was going to happen. And the other one, it was more of like, we, we knew we understood the situation. So I love you just meant I, I love you, but it wasn't like, I'm going to run off with you. Right, right, right. right. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, there are definitely, and then this one young and I met, uh, I think he was 21 and this was like two years ago. I met him on an app. He looked cute, but I was like, eh, I almost like deleted him. We agreed to meet. He showed up. I swear it was like love at first sight. Uh, To this day, I still like, like literally think about him all the time. Like his name is my password on things. We talk every now and then. We, we saw, we were, we saw each other for a couple months, but uh, he's a a mama's boy Mm -hmm. and he told his mom about me. And she flipped because his mom is like my age. Yeah. And she was like, what are you doing? What are you thinking? So he was like, he, he backed off because of her. But then then I'll hear from him randomly. I miss you. I love you. You know, so I still think there's something in the future. I don't know what it's going to look like with him. What was it about one. him that you loved so much? Was it purely sexual? Was it something well, more? First of all, he's absolutely beautiful. Okay. Second of all, we just had this insane chemistry. We just meshed. We could be together. Yes, sex was amazing. I don't know how to explain it. Like, I just loved him. Like, my heart was like his. Yeah. Because I just <laughs> wonder crazy. if you're getting more understand. out of these kinds of situations and all of this besides just the sex. I feel like it is fulfilling. It depends. Right. Sometimes. Like, I'll tell you, most of the people that I have these situations with, for whatever reason, we keep in touch. Like, yeah. I'll get texts from them. I just got like two or three this morning from people that I've met that I've had situations with. Hey, just checking in. How are you doing? Hey, beautiful. Hey, sexy. What's up? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And, and I... I respond because if they're decent people and I had a good time, I don't mind keeping 
in contact. And if the situation presents itself again, great. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number. Thousands of people try to call. I talk to one of them. They stay anonymous. I can't hang up. That's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh. Somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today. Beautiful Anonymous. If not, whatever, you know? And it sounds so, yeah. kind of like you, because listen, you have this whole, I mean, we're focusing on Sky, right? But there is another part yeah. of you. We won't say your name. You know, you have another name yeah. and another life with a husband and some kids and a job. And, you know, all of that is separate. So, you know, I wonder if like, because you have all this going on, it's probably the reason why you stay in your marriage, because what you're not yeah. getting there you're getting over here, correct? It's yeah. kind of like... Yeah, and it's not like we fight or I can't stand him or whatever. Like, we get along. He's a great guy. Like, I like doing life together. It's just I don't have those feelings for him anymore. Did you, you ever? Know? Uh, yeah, early on, I would say I did. But we also went through a lot. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily our marriage, but a lot of crap that we dealt with, which I won't go into, yeah. that left almost like scars right Mm -hmm. and it's like it built up walls Mm -hmm. and it made it harder and harder for me to get close to him or feel that way towards him to the point that I just you know really got almost felt feel like numb you know yeah well that and maybe that's why you started looking into all these other places you know as opposed to trying to work yep. over there and fix that you kind of just go over here you get all this other stuff I wonder yep. with your husband like if I was talking to him what would he say about your guy's marriage like what do you think his view is of your guy's um, life and it, de- it depends on the day it depends <laughs> on how recently he, that he's gotten some sex yeah some days he'll say uh you know it's fine some a lot of times he just is like we're just roommates you know, and he's like, this sucks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, it doesn't suck. You just base our marriage on how much sex you're getting, right? <laughs> like, we don't fight. We get along. The kids are happy. We, you know, we have a good life. But you base it on how much sex we have. Or he, he No, no, no. Listen, the it. only reason why you're not basing it on that is because you're having all this sex with someone else. If you I were. Know. If you were having zero sex with anybody else and you had your marriage, you also would say it sucks yeah. because you're not having sex. So you can't say, if oh, I he's wanted. only looking at. No, but I mean, like you're, you know, you're getting your needs met elsewhere. So you can't yeah. say that he only cares about the fact that he's not getting fucked. You know, there's there's so much more involved in sex in a marriage. It's intimacy. Yeah. It's closeness. It's all yeah, that other. That it's, freaks me out. That's my problem well you went numb with him you said yeah you went numb with him you have issues whatever you know I mean so uh that's probably a you thing you know as well as a you and him thing and uh right now the way you're solving that issue is by doing all this stuff right but if he's not then of you know it's valid for him to be judging your relationship by no sex because that's a big piece of the pie that's missing there's no intimacy there's you know all of that stuff you're getting from these texts and that young guy and the people reaching out you know it's a lot more than just the sex it's attention it's feeding your ego oh yeah absolutely absolutely that it's like a drug 
Yeah. You know, like I seek it out. It's like, okay, I need my, my fix. Your fix. I need, yeah, I need my fix. Right. Yeah. And sometimes it's completely overpowering. Like I will cancel or move meetings so I can meet someone. Or and it I really, will... I mean, the way that I know it's not like, and it, the fact that you're not having orgasms, you know, even it's, you don't need them because it's the mm-hmm. it's supercharged even without that. It's really about yep. all of yep. that stuff. It's bringing this sense of fulfillment to some part of you, yep. right? Yes. And I think yep. when you do go numb, you need so much to feel something. You know, that's um, how you feel alive. Yeah. And the other part of it too is it's like a a high for me when I know that I'm getting the other person off and they're like, Oh my gosh, you are so sexy. You're amazing. You are incredible. I'm like, yeah. uh huh. And they're telling me, Oh no, no. Most girls don't know how to do this. Girls my age don't know how to do this. And you're, you know, cause I love to like deep throat. I love to swallow. I love to have it all over me. Like I love all that kind of stuff. And, uh, not all girls do. Right. So, and my friend, she doesn't like it. So sometimes she'll get them all worked up and then she'll be like, all right, you're up. <laughs> how did you learn how to deep throat? I'm always impressed with someone that could deep throat. I got to tell you, it's like a no party idea. trick. I don't know how to. I, I don't know. I just do. <laughs> I just do it. I don't know how or why I'm good at it. But, and it's funny because the first time I ever gave anybody a blowjob, I didn't yeah. even know what I was doing. It was in college. Yeah. He coincidentally was also the, the first person I had sex with and he will tell you to this day that that was like one of the best blowjobs he ever, like when I would give him blowjobs, it was like the best he's ever had. And I don't know why. And he still thinks about it. We we still talk. I haven't seen him in 25 years, but we still chat. And he wants to hear about all my adventures. And actually he's one of the people that's wanting to hear this broadcast when it comes out. He's oh like, yeah. Keep we me posted. Did. Keep me posted. Yeah. So a um, lot of your guys or your people in your life know that you're going to be telling this story and they're going to like, listen and get <laughs> off on it. Some of the, yeah. Some of the guys in that I know in the lifestyle. Yes. Are, are, know about it yeah. and are like anxiously waiting to hear. I'm sure they're probably hoping like I'll say something about them. Yeah, um, you know, we still have <laughs> the 10 minutes. If you want to do a shout out or tell a hot experience oh, that no. someone's listening well, is fine. The one I just mentioned, he he knows who uh he knows who he is. So he'll he'll know exactly. And it's funny because like he was my first and you know, I always give him a hard time about that. Like he stole my innocence. But you know what's funny is I I basically stole him was the one who he was asleep in his apartment and my apartment was across the hall and I decided I wanted to have sex for the first time so I went in and he was asleep and I just woke him up right and was like I just started and he was like are you sure and I was like yep yeah, there's that zero to a hundred part of you, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, because yeah. listen, losing your virginity in college, I think, is a little late. I don't know, but I was just so slutty that I lost. Uh, you know, I See, lost I my virginity wasn't. so I young. Like, yeah, that's a. You know, you were not, older. I was determined not to have sex till I got married. But yeah. that night, I got a wild hair, and I was like, "I'm gonna <laughs> do this." Like everything is in my. I'm a control freak. Yeah. So everything's on my terms. Yeah. Like the gangbang, mm-hmm. I organized it. Yeah. I picked. I yeah. like everything is on my terms. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no, the, the thing is, yeah, I, I'm a collector. So I have this huge collection now of people that I've had encounters with that I'll probably stay in touch with. Like the couples, you know, will stay in touch. And I think one or one of the first guys I ever met when I first got on the app, he, uh, he'll know who he is, but he showed up the night we matched at like one in the morning 
and we've been close ever since you know he tells me he loves me and i tell him i love him like he he lives far away now but we chat on snapchat he sends me pictures he checks in like we talk and i mean you know that was a couple years ago and he's moved to another state and but we stay in touch you know where is that other phone like where do you keep that other phone when you're home in your house with your husband i keep it in like a little secret pocket in my purse Mm -hmm. or like i hide it somewhere in like my closet or something like that right but if like you died by accident or something you know (laughs) and Mm -hmm. your husband found your bag and he opened it like is everything on there like pictures and everything like i mean oh yes oh my goodness Oh, yes. I mean, you would not believe the collection that I have of like, videos. Yeah, and you are and... a collector because a smarter person, okay, the smarter cheater would be deleting immediately after, would not be fucking collecting. But I, I like to look at them. Of course, I, I know. Like to watch them. You're naughty. And I like to show them to people yeah. that mm-hmm. are safe to show them to. Mm-hmm. And like, my favorite thing is to take a video and then in the middle of it, stop and watch the video of what we've done so far and get all excited and then go back at it. Right. That's your visual. Right. Right. So you, that's all for entertainment for you as well afterwards. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. And do you always tape when you're with like the couples and the guys and everyone? I mean, if they're, if they're up for it, absolutely. Mm -hmm. The couple was all about it. I mean, we were positioning mirrors and lighting and da da da. And, uh, most of the guys are fine with it. Sometimes I don't think about it. Like we just get it, go at it. And I'm like, shoot, we should have taken a video or we should have, you know, and some people are like, eh, maybe not now, maybe next time. But for the most part, I'd say eight out of 10 are like, yeah, let's do it. So no let, problem. let's end with that couple. I know that you said that they were like the plain Jane couple that came over with the bag of goodies, right? And made you come yep. the first time. Like, tell me about that experience. So they were determined to make me come and they knew so I've had two couples that both moved away at different times Mm -hmm. so the couple I'm talking about now is the one that came with a strap on that fit my ass up the other couple was the couple where I saw the husband a lot more because he worked from home so the plain Jane couple they were determined because they knew they were leaving and they wanted to give me a send-off and they're like we're gonna make you come I'm like you really can't they're like okay what 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 happens when you do come what is the situation I said well usually it's if I'm getting a really good leg and foot massage I said and with my vibrator and blah blah blah. and they're like okay so they divided and conquered he took the vibrator and his mouth and worked on me she gave me a foot and leg massage and I was laying there thinking oh I feel so bad like this isn't gonna happen and they're trying so hard god bless them and about 15 minutes in all of a sudden I felt the buildup again and I'm like no way and sure enough And it was so overpowering that I couldn't even tell them that it was happening. And then it happened like five more times in a row. So finally, after they were still diligently going at it, I I, I tapped one of them and I was like, just so you know, I've come like six times. And they were like, oh, they're like, oh, thank goodness. They're like, we thought you were so close, but we didn't think you got there. I was like, no, I just couldn't speak. I was like, oh my goodness, you are the only ones. And then they like gave each other a high five. Like, yeah. You know, we did it. But that's uh, so like you to be like, oh, I can't fucking orgasm to, oh, I had six orgasms at once. It's yes, always exactly, like all right? or nothing. Exactly. <laughs> that totally bitch can't come once and then you could come 10 times in a row. Yeah. Like there's very few things that people suggest that I'm like, no, I right. wouldn't do that. Like, or that I haven't done. Like uh, there's a couple people I met who want me to like 
pee on them and they want to drink it. And are you into I that? Pro- what you would do it? I'm not in. I'm not into it, but I would probably do it. I mm-hmm, guess. Mm-hmm. I'm not drinking anybody's pee, but if right. they want to drink my pee, I don't care. But I haven't done that yet. But other than that, like, there's not much that I would say no to. You've done everything. Have you done when you've been with those guys, like, and when you've done gangbangs, like, have you done any kind of DP, DVP, that kind of stuff that you know hard you people do? In the letter, I've done it. Yep. Really. DV, DP. Uh, I don't know what other ones You're there are. You're a three input yes, girl. <laughs> you like anal? Yes. Now, I'm uh, gonna... it depends on my mood. Yeah, I get it. Do you uh, use condoms with everybody? <clears throat> yes. Yes. Unless it's somebody that I know really, really well. Right. And we've been together a lot and we know each other's story. I know he's clean. He knows I am blah, blah, blah. But otherwise, yes. Right. And my last question is like, do you feel any kind of guilt with like your cheating? Oh, yeah. You do. Interesting. I do. I, I battle that, but I'm a person that compartmentalizes. Uh-huh. So I just put it in a drawer. Yes. Okay, but um, it's there somewhere. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. It is there. Yes. Right. But it's like I don't look at it as I'm doing something to him. Yeah. I'm doing something for me. I got it. I mean, you know, listen, that's I think it's how always I feel about it. Yeah, I think it's always interesting that um A friend of mine called me up for some advice on some issue he was having and some friend was really fucking him over. If you looked at it just from one aspect, you'd be like, oh, that guy's a fucking scumbag. But I'm like, most likely that guy isn't thinking he's a scumbag. We all frame things in certain ways so that we can, you know, do what we want and move forward and not feel bad. So that's the way you frame it. So that some part of you could be okay with it, right? And listen, a lot of probably most cheating sex, that's uh, a lot of times what it's about. It's about a a lot of other reasons than that other person. But I do think we all frame things certain ways so that we could sleep at night or, you know, keep going on. Exactly. Yeah. The, The worst fear I have, though, is that my children find out and my father finds out. Okay, but not your husband. That. Honestly, yes, that's a fear too. Yeah. But I would be so devastated at because I know my father. He he thinks of me very highly, and he would just be so. I think hurt yeah. would be the word, mm-hmm. and that would just break my heart. Right. So same you, with my kids. Yeah, of course, of course. Well, you know, I don't know that other phone. I, I know, like you're a collector and everything, but just be careful with that other phone. <laughs> Just, I know I'm always because I always think too much you know so I think like oh what if like you got even if you got in a car accident and survived but you went into the hospital because you were slightly injured and your husband had to go to the a hospital and pick up your belongings that's the kind of little shit that could get you in trouble so yeah, be a little careful I but I feel like if you teeter in that realm of like maybe even being caught because I think that even that is kind of fun for you <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's the thrill, like, it's kind of like the public thing, the thrill of getting caught. Yeah. Right? Uh, it's it's the same energy, I think, that drives me. Yeah, that, that drug. It's all a, a drug, and it's a, it's a, it's, you're getting hits of adrenaline on all of it. You know, probably every time yep. you're in your own house with that phone, there's something hot about that to you, because you have all yep. that stuff. And if you didn't, and you deleted it, you would lose that little part of it. I think it's all working to keep you, uh, you know, drugged up, getting your fix and being uh, fulfilled by that. You know, it's interesting. I I can't, 
uh, wait to hear more where you are a year from now because it's kind of like you just started okay I'm sorry yeah I think you're going to become a professional orgasm person I think once you figure out how to do it with one person don't you think you'll be able to do it with everybody uh, maybe. just tell that's them to give hope. you a that's just tell them to hope. give you the foot massage at the same time I think yeah. that's what they did that's what you need yeah <laughs> yeah I know but then there's that part of me that's like feels bad that I'm making them do all this work to get me there and yeah like, yeah I'm yeah that pleaser myself yeah so that, that's like... all that thinking is what's making you not come right yeah. so who the fuck oh cares? yeah it's all yeah. in my head in my head yeah so. yeah yeah so interesting listen sky I you know you're gonna be back on I want to know where you're at <laughs> eight months at the end of this okay. year we're gonna do a sky part two but for now I would love if you sent me some anonymous pics for my Patreon. I'll put those over there so people could check you out. People are definitely going to want to get a visual for this episode. You're fascinating (laughs) to me. Uh, This was a super great episode. I hope you guys love it or your couples or whoever's going to be listening to it. Get your girlfriend. You're the hardcore gangbanger. Get her on my... I will tell her. I need to tell her her to email you as well and I'll see if she will. I'm sure she'd be up for it. She's She's awesome. All right. We're awesome. partners in crime. Well, I, a lot of times, you know, with situations like this, I'd be like, oh, I hope you don't get caught. But if you do, it would be a great episode. So let me know. Mm-hmm. I know, but show, but be careful. Top of mind. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> Just be careful with that other phone. That's the only, you know, I don't I know. Thank, but keep me you. posted. So- Thank you so much for calling in, Sky. No problem. Thanks, Kathy. See Bye. Ya. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.